I V M. This is a special edition of Paisa Vesa called the Mutual Fund Masterclass featuring Mr. Kalpen Parekh, President of DSP BlackRock Mutual Fund. In the first part of this series, Mr. Parekh talks to Anupam about how he got into mutual funds, what exactly are mutual funds, and how they have now become a part of households. Folks, welcome to Paisa Vesa. I'm your host Anupam Gupta uh, at B50 on Twitter. This is going to be a really big special three-part series because it's a mutual fund masterclass. The amount of queries I have got on mutual funds, and all of y'all would know that how popular mutual funds have become today in terms of advertising or in terms of everybody being having an interest talking about it. And I'm calling it a masterclass because actually I have a master with me. I'm really honored, really proud to have Kalpen Parekh, president of DSP BlackRock. and kalpen parekh on twitter that's his handle k a l p e n p a r e k h on twitter you should check out his tweets you know because they're not your typical array keep on buying sip you know buying mutual funds doing sip and all that stuff there's some real genuine insights you don't really find mutual fund industry people talking to you about the risks and how to really invest in mutual funds like i said three part series this is the first part we're going to do an introduction and mutual fund basics in this first part kalpen Welcome to the show. Let's start with you know your background. What really got you interested in this big bad world of mutual funds? Hi, thank you for calling me, Anupam. Thanks. Uh, I joined mutual fund business uh, out of an act of randomness. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you rarely are interested in the career in which you eventually spend most of your time. Sure. Uh, I passed out of college and I was uh, actually a money manager working for Helen uh, T Finance. Okay. and uh, this was 98 99 when mm-hmm. interest rates in india were 14 15% yes they were and, uh, in cds and debentures and, and including government of india yeah, bonds yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was just the time when reserve bank liberalized interest rates rates started coming down mm-hmm. uh, bond markets gave 18 to 20% cagr return for 3 to 4 years mm-hmm. and that was also a time when the economy was not doing as well mm-hmm. um, so stocks were not giving as much return as bonds yep. i was investing in bonds and uh, i was in and that was when i started investing in mutual funds so very very early days uh, the total size of mutual funds would have been less than 1 lakh crore then hmm. versus 22 lakh crores today and very few guys at that point of time uti <laughs> franklin maybe so there would be around 15 20 mutual funds still zurich at dfc so yeah. uh, dsp blackrock was there hmm. uh, in in a different version uh, franklin was there alliance was there birla hmm. was there icici and a host of public sector mutual funds so my first uh, interaction with mutual funds was uh, investing my treasury money hmm. into some of these mutual funds and over time uh, we started interacting and an offer came up that why don't you move on to this side sure so 99 is when i joined uh, the big good world of mutual funds i would i would say <laughs> okay uh, because uh, mutual funds do a lot of good to uh, every investor provided uh, investors remain good and uh, demonstrate good behavior and good discipline across all cycles okay. so that is how i came into this field and uh, it's been 20 years i remember uh, we used to fight a lot struggle a lot to start talking about the whole concept educating investors about what are mutual funds uh, what are the different asset classes the tax efficiency and the benefits of mutual funds and um, it's been two decades now 
mm. that it is becoming a very popular buzzword it's becoming mainstream mm. it's becoming a part of households mm. so it's been a very satisfying journey sure to see the category really uh, growing mm. and uh, more and more investors adopting mutual fund as a more uh, um, sophisticated and um, uh, unconventional way of investing okay and migrating away from traditional asset classes let's start from where you ended okay because let's say that someone who's listening to our show for the very first time doesn't even know what a mutual fund is okay let's let's or maybe you could just rewind to 1999 let's say you're trying to explain what exactly is a mutual fund uh and basics like how much does it cost and like if i'm someone who's going to buy a tv or a fridge or whatever it is or if, if i'm going to invest in a fixed deposit if someone comes to explain to me what exactly is a mutual fund what does it cost how would you explain that okay so a mutual fund is basically a vehicle which allows you to invest your money mm-hmm. uh, in um, various styles and formats over various time horizons so and it can be as low as 100 rupees mm. to as high as uh, 1 billion mm. you know we can absorb any amount it is the most intelligent way of investing money mm. for us as uh, investors it allows you to invest money for one day mm. so if your money is lying idle in a savings account current account earning you nothing you have options of liquid funds which may give you 5 to 6% overnight and you mm. can take money out in one day mm. and uh, you can even redeem money instantly up mm. to a certain ticket size of 50000 rupees so that's the first entry step for a mutual fund uh, it can replace um, fixed deposits mm. so there's a concept of short term funds mm. which invest in short term bonds their risk return profile is similar to what fixed deposits offer mm. however mutual funds have a very huge advantage of daily liquidity money doesn't get locked mm. uh it can replace bonds indians have uh, traditionally been investing in company deposits and bank deposits mutual funds are actually a vehicle which pool money from investors mm. and invest in the same bank deposits or company deposits that we would separately do mm. so uh, it actually uh, is a conduit or a pipeline which pools money across thousands and lakhs and crores of investors together mm. so mm. as of today almost 2 crore in indian investors mm. invest in mutual funds mm. so the money is pooled together there are different styles and scheme, types of mutual funds of sure. different risk and return uh, profile of different uh, time horizons hence they can cater to very different needs of or in fact every need of an investor mm. so i always um, explain to friends and family uh, if i have to talk in a very simple way that it can give you investment options for anything from one day to one century mm. okay and because uh, it can replace your savings account uh, it gives you options for savings account replacement fixed deposit replacement bond replacement uh, traditionally we save money through concepts like pf and ppf mm. there is a concept of elss equity mm. linked savings schemes which is designed only for tax savings mm. so for every 1 and 1/2 lakh rupee that you park there you get 1/3 as deduction mm. so you save that much as tax and the money that gets invested eventually grows over mm. time because it invests in equity as an asset class Uh, so you have uh, fixed income options you have options where you have mutual fund schemes which invest in equity stocks you have mutual funds which invest in both as a combination uh, we have funds which invest in gold so you you can replace your gold investing mm-hmm. uh, through mutual funds mm-hmm. uh, today a lot of us um, invest or uh, a lot of us spend our money in um, products of companies which are global whether mm. it's uh, iphone of apple mm. or amazon or netflix mm. 
So you want to, you know, benefit from the growth of our uh, mm. benefit from the spending we do mm. and the benefit that international companies derive out of it mm. by investing in international funds. So, so that's we, possible now. Yeah. So we have okay. a fund uh, called, uh, you know, US equity fund, okay. which buys the best companies of US. Okay. Um, we have a fund which, uh, which is a global asset allocation fund, which, mm. which gives you access to multiple asset classes around the world and multiple geographies around the world. And that's, uh, it's, uh, it's <laughs> through an India fund. For me to invest in, in India. India. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mutual funds can help you invest in commodity companies if you want to. You can invest in global mining companies if you want to. Hmm. So net-net in a simple world, it's a window which allows your money to go and participate in different asset classes in India and outside okay. in a tax-efficient manner hmm. and a very liquid manner. Your money is liquid. You can take it out when you want hmm. within one to three working days. Okay. And uh, the biggest reason for this flip to mutual funds over a period of time hmm. Uh, is uh, governments have you know really given significant tax advantages mm. so uh, uh, if you own um, uh, you know equity mutual funds or debt mutual funds for long periods of time you get advantages of long term capital gains tax mm. which till today was uh, <laughs> yeah. zero for equity funds yeah. it has marginally you know gone up yeah. to 10% yeah. but versus that you invest in other asset classes like gold or real estate you pay 30% tax on mm. fixed deposits in the higher slabs mm. you pay 30 35% tax mm. here your tax slabs come down to roughly 10% mm. so great tax uh, arbitrage mm. tax uh, differential in your favor mm. so um, uh, so the, you know these are two in which I def- define mutual funds sure. from time horizon of one day to you know decades mm. and different products uh, desire different time horizons okay so <clears throat> it would be uh, inappropriate to invest in an equity fund for five days mm. or for six months or for one year mm. And it would be inappropriate to invest in a liquid fund for 10 years. Mm. So that is an important thing for investors to learn over time. Mm. So you can invest, choose across time horizons. You can choose across asset classes. Mm. Um, and most importantly, uh, what is mutual fund? It's a very efficient way of being a businessman mm-hmm. uh, okay. with only 100 rupees. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, you know, you, you can invest lump sum, one-time mm. money. Uh, if you get your income every month, most salaried uh, Indians uh, earn money that way. Hence, you can deploy your money also every month in a very predefined, uh, uh, convenient manner. Mm. Uh, end of the day, it makes you participate in businesses in India. Mm. I tell people that if you want the best promoters of the country to work for you for 100, 200, 500 rupees, they are working for you because mm. you are owning their shares mm. through the vehicle of mutual fund mm. or you are owning the bonds of these companies. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, in India, the mutual fund industry is roughly 22 lakh crores, mm. uh, which is, um, you know, fairly large size now. Sure. Um, compared to that, the fixed deposit pool of India is around 100 lakh crores. Mm-hmm. So fixed deposits still have a much larger, four to five times larger base. Mm. Uh, as investors, we earn 7% after tax, 5% mm. versus that uh, mutual funds can give you the range from 5 to 15, depending yeah. on risk profile and time horizons. Folks, um, you want to think about that, right? Um, what Kalpino was saying was that in India, we typically have a mentality of fixed income. We tend to, and the RBI data, government data shows that, that a lot of uh, our savings are stuck in fixed deposit, real estate, gold and stuff like that. For a lot of people, this is also uh, what's known as a physical asset versus financial asset kind of thing, right? Because you want to invest in something that you see, you think bank deposits are secure, you think that gold is secure because you can buy it, stuff like that. Mutual funds are completely different. And from Kalpain's data, he said that there is about how much in fixed deposits? 
almost uh, 100 lakh crores and just 22 in uh, in mutual, mutual funds. funds total okay so that's like a factor of 5 out there okay so that should tell you of the size of money that is in fixed as a in a fixed deposit versus this versus the sheer amount of money that's there in mutual funds and that is today on 1st feb 2018 it's taken so much of time for things to come to this level i think that india saving rate is about 25% so 30 30 say 30% and out of that i would think what 6 7% max is in ship what's called shares and debentures so there's a lot of room for it to grow i think that if you are interested in uh, you know investing in mutual funds of or or finding out about uh, about what it is you should be listening into this kalpen two questions okay uh, before we wrap up this uh, first segment of the show what is the cost out here what you know what what am i looking at i'm and i'm going to break up that cost into two parts i'm 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 sure you know what you're talking about what i'm talking about so let's go on that you know that what's okay. the cost and how so do you what's the cost so i'm you know uh, appointing a fund manager to manage money for me hmm. the cost varies from uh, 5 basis point which is 0.05% sure to add best uh, on the higher side uh, 2.5 okay depending on which schemes one were to choose mm. so money market schemes cash fund liquid funds they are all at very low cost because mm. we deploy it in low return earning instruments hence the cost is lower sure and the industry is fairly competitive mm. so we have 40 41 mutual funds vying for the consumer's wallet mm. and uh, you know great talent vying for this whole pie uh, the competitiveness of the market ensures mm. that costs are reasonably kept in line keeping the investor Uh, invest uh, interest in mind mm. so money market funds will cost you between 5 basis point to 20 basis point mm. basis point is uh, 1 by 100 yeah. of a percent uh, mm. of, of so 5 basis point is 0.05% yeah. then you go to short term bond funds will vary from 25 basis point to 100 basis point mm. so depending on different degrees of maturities or uh, credit risk mm. the fees will change and then you have equity funds you have hybrid funds which vary from 100 to 150 basis point mm. and then equity funds uh, cost you between 150 to roughly 2.5% sure um, now in context compare this to if you are a, a you know common man like me a retail mm. investor mm. who goes to buy a share mm. in a year if he buys and sells a share once Uh, it costs him 0.5 and 0.5, which is one percent, and that's if excluding STT and plus STT and all duty stuff. Exactly. Like that, yeah. mm. If you do it twice or thrice uh, for the same stock, your mm. cost will be two, three, four percent. Mm. Um, if you buy a fixed deposit, in a way. Uh, there is a hidden cost of the spread because the bank is taking money from you at mm. five and lending, lending at it, yeah. a certain rate, and then they have their you know internal spreads and all of that. Mm. So in that construct, this is a very efficient, uh, you know, low to reasonably priced product in terms of the cost that it offers to you. And the cost is in the NAV, as in, and the not, cost is a part of the NAV. I'm not going to be writing a separate check. Like if I buy thousand no. units, it's it's not like I'm going to pay you separately for the Nothing cost of the all. fund. Okay, just for listeners to, uh, and we've had shows on this. Uh, in the past, about how mutual funds are sold, there is a direct route and then there is a regular route. I think you know that's something that if you can just touch upon that, so that uh, uh, so that the listeners know how to invest and where sure. to go. Sure. So let's take an example of an equity fund. Um, uh, an equity fund. All funds have two plans: mm. direct plan and regular plan. Mm. Direct plan means the investor on his own comes to a mutual fund and uh, chooses schemes of his choice mm. and invests in the direct option. Okay. the regular option is uh, mainly advised via distribution mm. and uh, distributors would go to customers and make investment plans for them choosing the regular options mm. 
in an equity fund tradition uh, you know uh, broadly the direct plan fee will be 1.21 roughly 1.25% okay the regular plan for the same equity fund would be 1% higher okay now this 1% is uh, the cost uh, of having that distributor Correct. working for you yeah. so direct plans have come into existence for the last 3 4 years and uh, there has always been a debate in our industry uh, there's a huge debate in social media as well there is, there is. that uh, is direct better or distribution plan better is uh, direct uh, more advantages to investors or distribution led plans more advantages to investors i'll jump the gun and try to answer that question to put my two thoughts on this debate direct plan is obviously cheap mm. because you earn that much more mm. but uh, imagine uh, you have a choice to make out of 8000 schemes mm. how do you know which one to choose mm. for okay. what time horizon mm. for what risk profile mm. uh, for what type of volatility mm. and um, ups and downs which go through right. uh, versus that if you get a good advisor mm. now you know the highest cost to an advisor is 1 1.5% in equity funds in fixed income it's in, in fact lesser so mm. on a weighted average basis the distribution plans would cost you around 70 80 basis point sure so at 0.7% per annum that's your extra cost but if you are able to get great advice mm. uh, which can help you over a 10 20 30 40 year period mm. uh, you are sorted for the next generation in right, terms of right, the wealth right. creation you can do right. so it's a trade off to make yeah. and um, my personal experience is um, investors who can choose on their own mm. uh, it's good you choose on your own sure the illusion of thinking that i can choose on my own mm. is fairly high <laughs> okay um uh, very few informed sophisticated investors mm. um you know are able to make these choices sure. and uh, sustain with these choices across market cycles okay and hence there's a huge uh, you know i personally encourage a lot of uh, friends who say that can you tell me which is a good fund to invest in your scheme get that question so many times yeah, yeah right, so it's yeah. a very random question it's yeah. like saying that you know which is the best flight yeah. uh, but without <laughs> knowing where you want to go <laughs> how much money you can spend yeah. in what time you want to go these you know answering this question which is the best fund is the worst question yeah. to answer which is the best doctor i mean which is the be- for what treatment and hence exactly. the doctor can change exactly. so that's where the role of a coach or an advisor comes in mm. and if you are able to choose a good coach or a good advisor i think creates great value okay. uh, for you as an investor sure last question the first part uh, kalpen um you know what are mutual funds not i don't know how you know how how do i say this you know it's become if someone is going to invest in mutual funds or he's got absolutely no idea if i were to ask you what are they not Okay. and what are maybe some risks or some factors that you should that you would want to warn about sure. someone okay okay listen you should also know this okay what would those be so you know mutual funds are not um, stocks which can give you quick returns in a very short period and make you very wealthy and that's relevant folks right now because we are at nifty 11000 and everybody we were at 30% in the last year and the last 3 4 years have given phenomenal returns i think and returns at a very low volatility we've come to a point where for a lot of people they're actually going into mutual funds equity mutual funds at least assuming that they're going to get 12% guaranteed okay so i think that's the point kalpan is trying to make sorry kalpan go on so mutual funds are not uh, high a uh, return low risk products mm. uh, mutual funds have a range of low risk low return moderate risk moderate return high risk high return products mm. uh, most often investors confuse the two and uh, only try to seek the high return part without um, 
appreciating the risk that comes along with it mm. mutual funds don't create great value particularly equity funds uh, are not the right funds for short term investment horizons mm. um, they are not hot mm. uh, they are not the right products in hot markets for mm. short periods of time mm. they are not speculative uh, investments they are fairly safe lot of people even still feel that mutual funds are very risky mm. you know mera paisa safe nahi hai mutual funds are not fixed return products mm. uh, that's a very important point i want investors to know sure. we do not give anything fixed mm. uh, even even in a debt fund even, even in a in debt a, fund even in something as safe as an ultra short bond yeah, or liquid yeah, fund absolutely it is not guaranteed it, it all, is not safe all yeah. uh, mutual funds are priced to market sure. so whether debt markets or equity markets and mm. anything which is priced in a market will have fluctuations yeah. the degree of fluctuations will be very small for debt funds and fairly high for equity funds yeah. um, you know investors will really benefit if they realize that um, if you want risk free very very safe returns that in today's interest rate environment would be let's say 5 or 6% mm. if you want anything more than that it will come only by taking risk mm. now different people have a different way of analyzing risk mm. uh, the risk is actually volatility mm. uh, the volatility of the market gives you that extra return mm. uh, wise investors make volatility their friend mm. um, investors who are not uh, you know who, who don't understand this concept mm. convert this volatility into risk okay. uh, through bad behavior or wrong behavior mm. so uh, if you are able to understand the risk of investing i think i always uh, you know try to tell people ask the question what can go wrong first mm-hmm. understand for what time horizons things can go wrong mm. and then if you make an informed decision you will be able to appreciate all ups and downs and mm-hmm. take the advantages of mutual funds okay folks i'm going to give you two specific <coughs> examples here to understand this very critical point that kalpen has made okay the first point is and this is a fantastic tweet that kalpen has on his own twitter account so you can go and check that out okay he's got a tweet that says laced with many years of no returns real character of investor is tested in such times okay he's talking about the stock market and those of us who have a, a memory that goes before 2014 or 2009 would know that between as far back as 1993 to 2003 the sensex was the same it was just 3000 okay that's 10 years of no returns i would urge you to go to kalpen's twitter account and have a look at the chart that he's made that's a very important point that he's making when he says that lays with many years of no returns okay that's a, that's when your real character of the investor is tested in such times that even equity funds okay which apparently now people think uh, risk free it's not like that returns don't work that way a 15% cagr over a 10 year period does not mean 15% every year it means over a period it's an average return you know plus 30% minus 30% could give you that kind of return so that's the first point and that's on equities which we all know is risky and the second point is on liquid funds okay in 2008 in the lehman crisis i think uh, they did broken the bug or something there called so what had happened then so see again you know liquid funds um, uh, are reasonably risk free i would say in a sense mm-hmm. that uh, if you put 100 rupees at large uh, that 100 rupees will grow at the rate at which savings account mm-hmm. uh, gives you return so 4 five, 5 6% every year mm-hmm. or in fact every month annualized or almost every day as well sure 99.99% of time liquid funds behave in a very orderly way right. there are days when some dislocation happens it yeah. it it happened once uh, when uh, us was attacked yeah. um, i think that was called 911 sure 2001 and when, yeah. you know currency markets and everything around the world in fixed income went mm-hmm. through a turmoil overnight rates went up mm-hmm. so 
liquid funds invest in one month, two month money market instruments. So if mm-hmm. the one month rate overnight shoots up right. uh, because of any uh, unknown event like this, temporarily uh, you might your hundred rupees might drop to ninety nine point nine or ninety nine point five. So it's not a big deal, right. but uh, it's important to know that yeah, yeah, a yeah. rare event like this can happen. Can one happen. should not panic. Yeah. Wait for a day or two; it will yeah. normalize. Yeah. You rarely lose your capital. Uh, as long as we are investing in uh, uh, those bond instruments where yeah. the money will come back and yeah. the credit risk is not very high. Mm. Uh, so in fixed income investing, there are two types of risk. The risk of credit, yeah. will my money come back or not? Largely mutual funds invest in AAA, AA plus rated instruments. Mm. So, you know, credit default events have been very, very... Uh, you know, very few over sure. the last 20 years yeah. in our industry. Uh, on the other hand, equity has the stock market risk. Yeah. Uh, I think what's important is uh, just answering your earlier question, what are mutual funds not? A lot of people believe mutual funds means only stocks mm. or only equity. Mm. Uh, in 22 lakh crores of assets, 9 lakh crore is equity funds. And less than half. Less than half. Okay. The balance 60% is fixed income funds. Wow. Okay. So mutual funds also serve a very big need of your fixed income investing. You know, there may be many investors who say that I don't want the fluctuations and the ups and downs. Yes. Give me something which is closer to how fixed deposits work. Okay. So money market funds, liquid funds, liquid plus funds, short term funds serve that need. Purpose, yeah. And uh, investors should uh, be open to those uh, investment ideas as well. Okay. Folks, that's a wrap on the first segment. Uh, it was about mutual fund basics and what types of mutual funds, what are the costs involved, what are the risks involved. Stay tuned for segment two because we are going to talk about everybody's favorite topic as I that's a wrap on the first segment of Pesa Vesa Mutual Fund Master Class with Kalpen Parekh, President of DSP BlackRock. Stay tuned for part two. Thank you for listening. If you have any money-related questions, you can tweet to us at IBM Podcasts or email us at pesavesa at indusfox.com. No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.